1: OMG, I am using a new skincare system that I absolutely love. People say puffiness and bags under the eyes are the hardest things to get rid of. Until now, introducing Genucel Plant Stem Cell Therapy from Chamonix, specifically targeting eye puffiness and bags. Due to new technology, Genucel is an incredibly powerful natural serum, and with its instant effects, it's guaranteed to show results in as little as 12 hours, or your money back. That's right, users saw results in only 12 hours, with dramatic improvement in two weeks. A true Chamonix classic, GenuCell contains eight extra ingredients to significantly reduce the appearance of bags and puffiness. Plus, GenuCell uses patented plant stem cell technology to improve longevity and brilliant long-term results. You can try GenuCell right now absolutely risk-free. Go to lovegenucell.com slash Stephanie. Enter that special promo code Stephanie for an extra 10% off. Order now and get the legendary GenuCell XV face cream absolutely free just for trying GenuCell today. Chamonix, the best skincare, best results, or your money back. That's lovegenucell, dot com slash Stephanie. lovegenucell.com slash Stephanie yeah 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 happy happy hour oh yeah well, this has been a fucking week hasn't it a little bit between the doj between everything you know what we needed we needed legendary comedians week here on the stephanie miller <laughs> yes, show yes. it
0: helped out a lot right yeah it's
1: like an anti-bullshit right <laughs> it's like a bullshit shield paula poundstone mm-hmm. louis anderson And Lewis Black. Holy crap. I mean, what? Kind of happened randomly, right? It's weird. Like the week we needed it, man. It just fell into place. Comedy firepower. Legendary comedian week here on The Stephanie Miller Show. Uh, We bring it all to you for uh, a happy hour to deal with this fucking bullshit of a week in our democracy (laughs) hanging by a thread. I hope you enjoy. All right, not only are we not firing uh, Dr. Fauci, but we are bringing in Dr. Paula Poundstone of the Institute of uh, Comedy and Virology. Hello. Hi, Paula Poundstone. Hey, Stephanie Miller. Hi.
2: Stephanie had gone up to get a cup of some sort of herbal tea tea or something. Yes. Uh, And she was, uh, you know, grinding the leaves up there. You can hear it. Uh And I I said to the other guys, I go, she's going to come back in time, isn't she? And, And they said, sometimes. And I was so hoping that you didn't so I could say Paul Poundstone in for Stephanie Miller. <laughs> I was that close. Nobody that listens close. to Paula Poundstone. Nobody That's the name of your podcast. It is. That's yeah. a
1: great name for a podcast. Isn't it? it it's is. just
2: accepting yeah. reality. And right? listen,
1: I've already uh, extolled your virtues as a liberal helper because you and Jen Kirkman moved my giant thousand pound fire pit that just arrived right before my party Saturday. You, the three of us, we can, it says right on the box, oh, you know what? I'm going to take a picture so we can post it. It says, Use forklift. Yeah. And we actually moved that, the three of us, into my yard after the party.
2: Yeah, but we did it while making this noise.
1: And yes. so we fooled yeah. the box yeah. into we believing To, to thinking we were yeah. a forklift. Doo, doo, yeah. doo, doo, doo. And that was sans alcohol. None of us were drinking. We actually thought that would be a good idea. Yeah. Oh, and Angela Shelton of the, of Frangela actually tried to bring it up the stairs into the house, sans alcohol, by herself.
2: Uh, that's amazing, because yeah. that thing was damn heavy. And I, by the way, uh, who I... I have thought of myself as physically strong, but I offered probably the two of you guys could have done it without me. Uh, I believe I
1: was an obstacle.
2: No, I was on the
1: wrong team. No, no. I'm going to say it's because of your, uh, what do you call them? Your nighttime improvements? Like uh, like you're a 1950s housewife. Like, I don't know, you're trying to get your figure back for your husband. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you call them your nighttime improvements?
2: I don't know, because exercise just sounds so awful. So, uh, yeah, it's my morning improvements and my nighttime improvements. I do, I do, uh, I've, I've been exercising twice a day and I can tell you for, for how, how long, um, tw- uh, 20, uh, tw- 22 weeks.
1: Okay. And how many no, are 20, you up to? Cause yeah, you report every day on Twitter. What number you are up to? You're I like at 31. I do because I
2: started, it's morphed into sort of more than it started out to be, but I started out just doing 10, uh, ups on my knees twice a day Yeah, i do
1: those like a girl push-ups uh
2: yeah i did uh, yeah. well and i felt inadequate as a result so my goal in some ways or part of my goal was to um do real push-ups but i started out doing 10 and i said well i'll add on one a week which is how i happen to know it's 21 weeks okay um so i've uh yeah, yeah. so uh la- last night i did 32 of everything that i do and a three-minute plank and fourteen
1: and last, real push-ups. Last night, if I recall, you it was in the midst of a cat fight, like an actual yes, cat fight. Yes, there was ca- dis- during my plank. I did have to
2: stop during mm-hmm. the plank to get up because uh, it does wasn't that count? enough to yell. I had to get up. Um, uh, it can count for last night. It can count. Okay. You you're, normally always start plank again. Is interrupted
1: by a pussy riot? Is there a?
2: Well, it hasn't happened before yeah. but the other okay. thing is I also did my, my daughter came over yesterday we did a workout video together so I feel like I already was in the positive column mm-hmm.
1: in terms of you know thank you for sending me the video of you narrating your new kitten Oh. Something I don't know, not it's playing with its own paws. Like you bought yeah. all these cat toys and it doesn't play with anything no. but its own. Cats don't play with uh, cat toys. Yeah. They
2: don't need uh they uh the other day she was playing with the dog's tail, which just one of the cats was playing with the dog's tail, which delighted me. Yeah.
1: Um yeah. the
2: dog not so much.
1: Yeah. Uh but anyways, yeah, I got two new kittens. I know, they were uh, they were only available to comedy legends, you and Lily Tomlin. Uh Lily opted li- not Jody Hamilton gave got them for you and Lily. There's some sort of pipeline for right. only comedy legend kittens.
2: Yeah. They, uh, no, there's no no, there's no such qualification. But Lily opted not to take yeah. she said that uh Jane, uh, her wife, did not did not like their markings. That's what she
1: said. Yeah. I said, so. What was wrong with the kitten? She's like We didn't like their markings. (laughs) It's like, wow. What a a pussy elitist. Yeah. So one of them is
2: just plain black. So I wrote one of mine. Oh, so Lily Tomlin's racist is what you're saying. So I wrote to her last night. And I said, tell Jane that I was up all night um, making my cat plaid. (laughs) So
3: she'll like that. She'll like that a lot. Oh,
1: that and hello. The zillion dollar idea you and I gave her. We the conversation around the dinner table fell to Ellen Page transitioning mm-hmm. to be Elliot Page. And I said, Lily, it's not too late to become a man if you really want to. And you said, You'll get at least one more season, Grace. And I said, I said, Gracie and Frank. And you said, You'll get at least one more season. <laughs> Together, you and I just blew up the next phase of Lily Tomlin's amazing career. Yeah. And there's endless phases. Right. Endless phases. You know why? Defies time and space.
2: It's not because she reinvents herself. It's not that. It's because there is so... And she's small. She's not a large person. No, she's a
1: tiny little thing. Um,
2: There's so much packed into that teeny little body that that person can do that there's not... You know, she needs two lifetimes, I
1: think, to do everything she can do. When I saw you guys in the kitchen uh, talking, I had a, a, a flashback. I'm going to say 1980-something, circa Catch a Rising Star, Chicago. I went to see you, and I remember there was this like buzz in the crowd, and people were like, Lily Tomlin's here. And sure enough, Lily sat like right near me, and she was laughing her ass off at really? you the whole show. Yes. I didn't know Lily that. was in the audience. No,
2: I think it was somebody else. Probably wasn't me. No, it was you. you no, know, it probably wasn't me. No, it a lot was of you. People, a lot of people get me confused. No, were they, no, they singing? Don't. Was the person singing? No, I see, that, was you, no, that was Neil no, Diamond. it was Neil Diamond.
0: Lily thinks he is so funny. Because <laughs> yeah, you're confused with Neil Diamond all
2: the time. Oh, it happens all the happens time. time. Yeah. And then he also all has time. a you all know time. an in-person. You're a kidder.
1: That's why I couldn't buy text, because I just said I wanted to make sure it was obviously a fully vaxxed outdoor party. And so I asked, Are you vaxxed? and you're like, Am I gonna be the one to kill Lily? And I thought, Oh, is this some weird anti-vaxxer joke? Or... and then you <laughs> yeah. were like no, I meant would I be the one to kill Lily? I love her. I couldn't love her more if I raised her in a stump in the forest. That's true. So I was like, okay, so the answer is yes, you are vaccinated. But yeah, me- I brought my vaccine.
2: Oh, she actually I, brought her card. I brought my card. It was in my pocket, in my breast, <laughs> She was so scared pocket. of me by the
1: time she got here. That she yeah, brought her
2: well, card. also the security at the... Front door, yeah. which there was a HIPAA violation at her front door. <laughs> I had a HIPAA violation right at the front door.
1: Was, I never felt so And then abused. I see you pranked Elaine Boozler on Twitter because she heard about the comedy girl party. Well, <laughs> oh, she's in New York, isn't right. she? I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah, but she, she said, I'm still sitting here waiting. Am I at the wrong restaurant? And you said, We're in the back. Do you see us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell
2: so sent no,
1: tawny Elaine Boozler She on sent Twitter. over
2: hors d'oeuvres. She said, uh, Later Later okay. she wrote, I sent over our d'oeuvres. I said, We're already on the dessert menu. Um, speaking of which, thank you for the watermelon and the. Um, oh, I sent you sushi. home with
1: about twenty pounds of uh, watermelon. You
2: did. I'll tell you something. Normally, if somebody said, well, do you want?" Anything? I would say, "No." But
1: um, I gave it to you because it would have been racist if I gave it to Frangela. Uh, oh, no, so I you can't. Right? Oh, you. Can't. I gave you and Jen per- Kirkman like twenty pounds of watermelon. Well,
2: you had to. You know what? I give the I, I give the occasional ping pong party and. Oh, uh, hello. Coping with the food at the end of the night yes. is the worst part of the whole And you experience. took leftover
1: sushi, which is brave of you. I took, I went through your trash. I mean, I okay. took <laughs> a lot of and stuff. And you commented on Twitter. You said one of Stephanie's friends showed up in an eye patch. I quickly cut my leg off and put a bird on my shoulder. God, I want to fit in. Yeah, That's That was Jen Kirkman, who then we made her take her patch off. Cause she
2: wore an eye patch because she thought be less, that it was somehow. It would be less conspicuous. Yeah, she said, because I didn't want anybody to notice my black eye. Oh, and by the because way, the she, black guy is so... Subtle.
1: Subtle, right. Well, exactly. she fell... Okay, we already told the story. Right. She was doing an interpretive dance by another pool last week and fell into the pool and She's grabbed an umbrella tour. stand because she thought it would steady her, and the umbrella stand hit her in the eye. Yeah. But she also did that sans alcohol. So I, I don't know what uh, is going on. Yeah. People post-COVID are paired to be sober, sober but... Well, really spazzy just not used to it like you said you've always been socially awkward it's not COVID.
2: no i wish i could ble- i wish i could say you know it's been all this time at home the truth is i was always alone a lot yeah i'm not really that desirable that's <laughs> oh, that's
1: not true that's a Poundstone. big part of the issue yeah. i'll tell you um, We're gonna have your self esteem so high by the time you leave here. You're gonna oh rename your gosh. podcast. Everyone listens to Paula Poundstone. Oh my gosh! And the crushing war. Paula Poundstone you, so desirable.
2: Are you from Los Angeles or where are you no, from? Buffalo, New York. Okay, all yeah. right. When you came to L.A., nah. Uh-huh. Um, did you understand the difference between real love and Hollywood love?
1: Obviously not. Because I'm still no, single. You, ah. No,
2: I don't mean that way. I mean where you do something and they go, "We love it." We love it. Yes. Yeah. We yeah.
1: love you. Oh, we right. love you. Yes. And like then, when they gave me my late night TV show, they're like, we love you. Exactly. We love your radio show. And they're like, now don't do any of that. Yeah. Just that's read, read ex- what's on the cue cards now.
2: That's exactly what I'm talking about. And I, when I came down here, I was 23. And uh, I I did not know the difference between Hollywood and love you came from and real love. Mars? Uh, well, I was in San Francisco until I got here, but I, right. I'm from Massachusetts. Born in Alabama, right. raised in Massachusetts. Robin Williams,
1: your mentor. I know the story now. I remember. Uh, okay, it's a beautiful story. It is. It, is. it is. But no one prepared me for...
2: The Hollywood love Love, thing. And so when people said, we love you, like an idiot, I I have to say, I was surprised Uh because no one really had ever felt that way before. And so I thought, well, and then I thought, my God, I found my place where I (laughs) belong. This is fantastic. No, whatever. This is amazing. Uh And I thought, well, gee, I didn't think I was all that good. (laughs) So I thought it was weird in a way. (laughs) Like I, I, I saw... You know, I saw an imperfection in the love, Yes, um, but it's such
1: an appealing idea. Well, it didn't help your self-esteem. It just made you question their judgment.
2: No, I think it did help my self-esteem for a couple of weeks. (laughs) And then, you know, you're, see, in Los Angeles, you're, you're, in this business, you're, your own opinion about things is easily. Many years ago, I auditioned for a, a movie, and by the way, let me just preface yeah. this with: I've literally never gotten anything through auditioning. <gasps> literally, never. Me, me neither. I could audition for the Paula Poundstone yeah. story, and they say, you know what? No, when they you they were they, going they gave
1: me my own show i'm like do i have to audition They're like no it's the stephanie miller show I was like okay well yeah. then i might get it
2: right and then they take and then it's like no, right don't but so you know what we have somebody else in no darren stevens is always hovering over me no matter what i do <laughs> um uh, but anyway so i auditioned for this movie and by god i got like you know what they call a callback right uh which has also never happened and uh and it was so exciting and, but when I first read the script, I'm like, "Well, this is just awful. It's horrible. It's not good. I don't like it." Um, but you know, oh, it's good experience to go audition. So I go audition, and they like me. Well, now what do you do, right? So I'm like, "Well, you know, let me read it again." And uh, I read again. I think you know, it's not that bad. I can see where, oh, right? No. <laughs> like the the more they liked me, I think I went in again. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, that's a pretty good script. That's, I'm, I'm liking that. I can see where you can really do stuff with that. That's, you know. And then finally, of <laughs> course, I get rejected, and I'm like, that script was so awful. Uh, it's Hollywood. So love. you
1: become as fickle as Hollywood. It's you, Hollywood. They made you. You gotta yeah, be careful with Hollywood love. Listen, you're still a helper. You helped me drag my hundred pound, I don't thousand pound uh, fire pit. You gave Lily a. Good idea for another season of gracie and frank <laughs> and you said you just tweeted dear senator schumer i'd be happy to talk to joe manchin my father's side of the family were west virginians they were republicans and they were very smart they knew what democracy democracy was please pass hr1 so i i would like to volunteer you to go talk to joe manchin i, I would like you, to talk
2: to joe manchin however i have to say that i just this morning Sort of processed I do think I heard this before, but I didn't get it exactly that they don 't have a provision in hR one for this thing where the state legislature or whoever can the hell just it is, overturn can it. overturn yeah. the will of the people yeah and like, that well, seems that, important that's a bit of an oversight because <laughs> that's really I mean look at would I rather you know the voting booth you, you know, the boxes, the drop boxes be available everywhere. Souls to right. the polls, time be honored. Yes. Right. Right. All those things. Yes. But you know what? People will get there. Yeah. People will get there. And the more you try to take it away from them, the more they're going to get there at yeah. this point. Because, you know, most people go, uh-oh. Right. But if yeah. it doesn't matter because they're going to overturn it
1: because of the yeah. Heritage Foundation, then uh, yeah. then we got trouble. All right, Joe Manchin, I think I think you heard fine American Paula Poundstone. She speaks West Virginian Republican, which you essentially are. And it, listen, even if you don't, she's wildly entertaining. No charge. There's no charge. No drink minimum. We will send Paula Poundstone to talk to you.
2: But it doesn't take away the part where he says, "Well, it's because we want to bring together America." You know what? Uh, McConnell already said that he's going to spend, what was it, 100% of his time mm-hmm. trying to make sure that yes. nothing Joe Biden yes. wants passes. Well, and I don't okay. do math,
1: but that's all of his Yeah, time. I think that's... All right, yeah. here's some West Virginian for you, uh, Joe Manchin. The
0: idea that maybe you would vote to kill the filibuster, wouldn't that give Republicans an incentive to actually negotiate because old Joe Manchin's out there and who knows what he's going to do by taking it off the table? Haven't you empowered Republicans to be obstructionists?
3: I don't think so because we have seven brave republicans that continue to vote for what they know is right and the facts as they see them not worrying about the political consequences.
1: Right, except he knows that we need 10 for it to. He's not good at math. You'll no, start he's not start with math. math when you yeah. do that your home tutoring. You probably didn't doing that in COVID home tutoring? No. Oh, are no, your kids no, my, old enough My, my kids not? are all uh, okay. young
2: adults. They still okay.
1: need home tutoring, but they're not there. <laughs>
2: So, One more Joe Manchin. Falls on I believe there's a lot more of my
3: Republican <laughs> colleagues and friends that feel the same way. I'm just hoping they are able to to rise to the occasion to, to defend our country and support our country and make sure that we have a democracy for this republic of all the people i'm, I'm just very hopeful hmm. that i see good really? signs okay. we're doing well chris more things than ever before uh-huh. give us some time
1: okay i know everyone's
3: putting deadlines well gotta well, be done if- by this this and this but-
1: well i hope my aunt has a and then she could be my uncle but okay all right joe Manchin.
2: stephanie have you, you what met? have you been putting deadlines
1: Because Joe says we've all been putting deadlines. Oh, well, he needs a deadline. And he needs a fall of Poundstone. We need to break. Well, there is so much going on in the world that can make it difficult to relax and decompress. Exhibit A, our show. You've experienced the Sunday Scaries, that feeling of dread in the pit of your stomach that comes on Sunday afternoons. Now here's a totally different Sunday Scaries. Vitamin-boosted CBD gummies, and you don't even have to wait till Sunday night rolls around. Self-care is so important. Sunday Scaries is here to help. Sunday Scaries believes everyone deserves a hand on a difficult day, so if you're looking for a way to decompress, Sunday Scaries has you covered with their CBD products. Visit sundayscaries.com, use the promo code SEXYLIBERAL, all one word, at checkout to get 25% off your order. That's 25% 25% off sundayscaries.com promo code sexyliberal these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration these products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease these products are not for use or sale by persons under the age of 18 we need, I think we need some butter commercial music oh, it's, okay. well for comedy royalty and for statements from <laughs> the office of the 45th president but in this case <laughs> it is for <laughs> <laughs> it is for, <laughs> for Emmy winning comedy legend Louie Anderson yeah. good morning Louie
0: hi how are you
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if you remember i talked to you You were sitting on the curb on my street a couple years ago you're you're visiting your friend Hmm? you were visiting your friend and i was walking by and i was like oh my god louie hi you were visiting your friend. Oh, that's to-
0: yes, right. God, oh, my God, that was a while ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I think I asked you to come on the show, and you were two years late, but I'm so happy you're here. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Stephanie, that isn't
0: true. I always say yes. Oh,
1: <laughs> I know. You are the nicest man. I seriously, I've only had the opportunity to meet you a couple times, but I'm so excited. You have a special coming out, Louie, live from Vegas uh, this Saturday, June 12th on uh, Rush Ticks. Um, it is virtual, but um, you, there's a live audience also, right? Because I've been doing my virtual comedy tour and we're talking about when we go back live. Explain this. It's kind of a hybrid, right? You, you're going to have a live audience.
0: Yeah. I'm going to have a live audience in my living room, which is amazing. Wow. Um, because I really wanted to have a double whammy with this. I wanted to do you know, some, some great fans of mine and people worked hard for me and just people I really like. I said, "Come on, you're all vaxxed up. I'm all vaxxed up. Let's uh, let's do it." And then also, I all these people all over the country. My sisters, I haven't been able to see them. i send them but They're gonna they're gonna watch it. All my family, all over the country, and then all my fans. And I've been working really hard on the material. And it's a brand new experience that when you're my age, you get a brand new experience. It's pretty good.
1: Well, I'm not sure you're aware, but Comedy Central has named you one of the 100 greatest uh, stand-up comedians of all time. Uh, I would. Oh, that's so sweet. I would say top 10, but listen, let's not quibble. Um, I fell in, okay. y- I fell in love with you from the very first moment I saw you. Your first joke was it on Tonight Show when you said, "I'm sorry, I'm sweating, but if I don't, I'll explode." That's right. I, yes. Right. I was in love with you from then. I had but- a lot of fun. That was
0: so much fun.
1: <laughs> but now, oh, Louis. Stop. We have all the youngins here, you know, Sean over here is in his, uh, you know, thirties is like, Oh my God, I love baskets. And you know, yeah. you just keep, um, Zach, obviously Zach Galvinak, uh, I can't say his Zach last name. Galvinack. You know who I mean, right. <laughs> baskets, um, won an Emmy for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course your Emmy winning series, uh, life with Louie based on your own childhood. But can I tell you where you're touching me the most lately? My mom, uh, Louie is 98 and has Alzheimer's and I'm going to visit her in uh, three weeks and your book, Hey Mom, uh, the way you d- play her and the way you, you know, you, you talk about her, it's just, it's so funny, but it's also so makes me cry. Like, it's, it's and you Aww. literally, you talk about, you know, don't wait until it's too late like I did. Talk a little bit yeah, about I mean, that and about your mom.
0: I mean, I think what happens is we forget to become friends with our parents. You know, we, yeah. we put them in this certain category we don't feel like we can talk to them you know i wish i would have asked my mom what did you want to be what would you be, become if you didn't raise all of us yeah who would who did you want to be what was your dream and um and the second i'd ask her why dad jesus <laughs> uh, but those kind of things i mean i would have asked her that and then uh, you know she was such a funny person she lived uh, a great life. She had 11 children, and she put up with my dad. But she was a tough human being, but the kindest, most uh, empathetic, full of humanity. And that's where I got the character Christine Vasquez, straight from my mom.
1: Yeah, that, that actually it's been called channeling. It's <laughs> which is why I'm sure you got an Emmy. You're not just playing her. Um, her name, Aura Zella Anderson, right? Aura a- you- Zella. And you've been talking, of course, in your stand-up for years about her. Um, but, I, you know, again, this touched me because I lost my dad, Louie, when I was um, 21. She died before seeing you reach your greatest heights, um, culminating in this role where you're, you're, that she inspired. Um, and I just love this. You say, hey, mom, is your way of catching your mom up on your triumphs, your disappointments, your continuing challenges in life. I mean, I, I have to say you must actually feel her with you or in you almost, Right.
0: Yeah, and I always tell people, you know, if you can't, can no longer connect with your mom. Write the letters, whether you send them or not. Write the feelings, whether you use them or not. Write it all down. Get it out of you. Get those things down then. Put them down on paper or in your computer, wherever you want. You won't regret it. Those things come. They're very therapeutic. And if you have a chance to talk to your mom, if you have a chance to become friends with your mom, You know, you got to start out by going to lunch more, spending more time with the people. You can't just come in and go, I want to know everything right now.
1: Yeah. You You know, know, I was—I can't wait to read your book because I read, you know, just about it and excerpts, Louie. But it's so funny. I was doing this prep yesterday, and I call my mom every day. And yesterday I didn't. I was busy, whatever, right? And I thought, it's so funny. I realized I had a dream about that she died the one day. I didn't, you know what I mean? I wasn't able to call her. And I thought, you just never sort of outrun that. You know, as you talk about, you know, you say, I hope after you read this book, you'll write He'll call your own mom. Don't wait like I did. I mean, it's just, it's amazing how we never... never,
0: That's a great line, Stephanie. You never outrun that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's exactly right, you know. But you do have a chance to turn around and face all those things that you can. And what you can, you can. What you can't, you can't. But you gave it a shot. It'll make you a better, happier, uh, more grounded person, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's like we all go on. We've all dealt with grief and we go on. But I think it is that you only have one mom and one dad, right? That you you just can't fill that hole again. You go on with your life and you have friends and loves and whatever you have, right? But it's just, it is that hole you can't ever fill, right?
0: Yeah, I'm really glad I got to play that part. It healed a big part of me. It helped a lot of people out there. Who fell in love with christine mm-hmm. there isn't a day that goes by that christine fans do write me and say can christine be my mom Aww. and i go yeah i write them back of course she'd love another kid
1: <laughs> you, you know you grew up Louie, in minnesota right i don't know if you were a religious family and i'm not i mean i grew up catholic i'm not really religious now but you know the one thing people always say to me is your dad sees you like he sees you, you i mean And is that just the happy-clappy in me? But, like, I feel like your mom has to to see you. She has to, because this is such a love letter to her, your characters and your book.
0: I think we're connected. You know, I think we don't... I think we're so muddled up with worry and and trouble that we don't see the connection. But I feel those people around me all the time. I've been visited a few times by by spirits. And, you know, a, a while ago... Somebody sat down in the end of my bed. It was in the middle of the night, and it was my—I don't know if it was my brother, or my dad. His back was to me, and he had that old T-shirt on that my dad used to wear. You know, with the straps, you know, and then his boxer shorts, and it looked like he was rolling the cigarette. My dad used to roll his own cigarette, so it was like—I ah, think that's like dad. That. And it was just like I didn't get upset. I got very peaceful, and uh, and I just let it play out. And he never looked back. And I just, I just, I, I felt—I don't know—I was such a big connection. And uh, I try kind to of just feel those things. and you know, people go, "Oh, you did not." And I go, I'm, "Why would I make that up? Yeah. Why would I do yeah. something?" Like- whether I manifested it or whether it yeah. happened, what difference does it make?
1: That's right. No, that's right. What, Louie, what after, I mean, this is speaking of uh, death and whatever, which is the thing you want to talk to comedians about. Um, but yeah. just this year of COVID, this you know, this year and a half of just lockdown and death and whatever, what kind of stuff are you talking about in, uh, uh, you know, Louie Live from Vegas this Saturday? I mean, what sort of,
0: because. Well, I'm
1: talking about,
0: listen, first of all, I'm talking about how happy my mom would be because my hands are so clean. <laughs> <laughs> And Finally I wish we we're alive because she's been making food all the time, twenty four seven. like to try some of these. And then um I'm talking about Uber Eats and I'm talking about DoorDash and I'm talking about uh what I watched and Deutsche coin and uh Bitcoin and Stupid Coin and growing <laughs> up and I, I'm talking a whole bit about what if my parents were alive today, how would they react to all that's going on and uh so i'm going to be doing that i really feel a huge connection to this special um i really feel like oh i'm i'm wiser and smarter and trying to be funnier that's what i try to do now you can't get
1: funnier there a wormhole in the universe would open if you got funnier it's not possible (laughs) no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Louis thanks so much for taking time I know you got a zillion other uh, interviews we got to let you go but uh, th- it is Louis live from Las Vegas we've linked to how to get tickets at all of our social medias right. as well um, Louis thanks so much can't wait to see you in studio or on my curbside sometime <laughs> I would love it. Okay. love it love it love it right. love thanks, it right. thanks, Louis. thanks Louis All right. <laughs> see you soon all right. oh, goodbye. Oh, oh my god he's so nice Is he here, Lewis Black? Good morning, Lou. Hello, Jim Steph. Good morning, Voice of Anger. Yes. From Disneyland. Hello. <laughs> from Disneyland. Thank you. Yes. We are all. You are all of us this morning cooking angry dogs over what's happening at the Department of Justice. Is there a Department of Justice still, Lewis Black?
3: Well, I mean, you know, in, you know, there's a, there is a building.
1: <laughs> That's a start.
3: We'll find- I'm, from, I'm, from that, I'm from Washington. You know, I'm from that area. Yeah. There's a building still there, so that's really a start. We just got to put people in it.
1: Yeah, we'll find out at the press conference today with Merrick Gar- Garland whether there's still justice in the building. But what do you make of this latest story? Because I'm already at Lewis Black levels of anger most days. And then uh, this story, I, I, there's just got to be consequences for all of this. Doesn't there? We can't well, I mean, create that's this. the thing. You just kind
3: of go, what, what is the tipping point? At what point do these guys not kind of go, Okay, that's right. Uh, I give up. Yeah. You're right. I, I guess Trump... You know, I mean, but it's all stuff... It's all stuff we knew in New York City. Yes. Yeah. I but guess Trump
1: him. will... Trump will have to actually shoot someone on Fifth Avenue, like today or tomorrow.
3: I don't know, but no, I... I, I, I think the tax thing may do him in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
3: my take.
1: Yeah. I. It's I ironically... going to be... The, my belief is it's the
3: um, the Al Capone thing.
1: Yeah, I, I, that's what everybody's saying, yeah. Lou. But I love, ironically, your new comedy tour is entitled "It Gets Better Every Day." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Horribly bad timing for you, as usual.
3: <laughs> no, but it was also the same thing. It was before it. It was while he was while he was in charge of <laughs> the name of my thing. Was, and then no, up. But what I really liked about it was that uh, it had kind of a psychedelic poster with unicorns and rainbows yes. and gumdrops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's <was> the <laughs> most you... psychotic thing I've ever done.
1: <laughs> and you have a lot to rant about <laughs> these days. You tweeted about this country's tolerance for COVID induced nonsense has surged to new heights. Um i I, yeah. I assume yeah, we're accosted by covidiots every day, right?
3: Yeah, well it's like, come on, you if you please. It's you know, come on. You know, get just what? What? What what do you think? How? How can you have everything? You know, we got too much food. Now we got too much. How do you have too much vaccine? (laughs) They're not taking their vaccine. You got to have Tommy
1: Tuberville come out finally. See, they're doing it wrong. Uh, They just need you to get a shot. (laughs) They're doing it wrong. They just need you. I would just tell you just tell people why they should get the shot. Go, Lewis, and then that's like a minute long, whatever you do.
3: For God's sake, take it, okay, or I'm going to come to your house. That's what's going to happen, you, you jackass. You come there and sit on your couch until you go and do it. What planet can you be on? I'm going to wait until see what the results are. Nobody's dying of it.
1: What does it take? See, this reminds me of... It's not like there are people lying on the streets because I took it. You know, my head's magnetized. Come on! See? How effective would this be? A yes, Pierce. it would be. This is like the day Kathleen Mad- Madigan brought you in as a party favor, as a surprise in studio, yeah. and then some hapless right-winger decided that was the day to call into the show. And he's still looking for his... <laughs> hole after you ripped him a new one.
3: Um, my favorite was... Uh, was when uh, it was Kathleen recently said the magnetized thing was just that she didn't know about it because she'd be keeping she'd be able to put her keys on her head.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes. For most of us that are a certain age that lose our keys, this is a godsend, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I mean, it, it it really is new levels of idiocy, though, isn't it? I mean, it's just I, okay.
3: I, I don't I, know. I I just didn't think we were this. Yeah, I mean, you kind of make jokes. I'm just like, oh, we're stupid, ha, ha, ha. And then, but it's beyond, it's beyond ignorant.
1: So, Louis, a United you States go- congressman, Louis Gomer just asked at a hearing yesterday if the Department of Land Management can stop the rotation of the earth to to stop climate change. I <laughs> Like, it's a Superman did, movie. Did, I, yes. did he do that? Yes, yes. yes. Yes.
3: I can't keep up with it. it. It's That's too tiring. Yeah, he did say that's that. That's even too tiring. You hear that, and then, you know, when you said that, blood began to trickle out my nose.
1: <laughs> Apologize, Lou. <laughs> I, um, so you, uh, here's the thing. You're discovering the wonders of the vaccine. You got to see your mom. You tweeted, I got to spend time with mom, the remarkable Jeanette, last week. I was fighting her for the walker. She won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> She's 102.
3: I'm going to wow. see her soon. I'm gonna
1: wow. See her oh, my God. My mom is 98, Lou. I'm going to see her in, like, two weeks. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Wow, we got some genes. But, yeah, it's amazing to be able yeah. to see loved ones and hug them again. Science. Look into yeah. it, right? Yeah.
3: yeah. No, it's, it's remarkable. And, and, it, and that she got through it and that your mom did, yeah. you know, to get through this.
1: And she got it. She got COVID. Or, she yeah. got COVID and she had no, no. symptoms. Yeah. It's amazing. Wow. No, my
3: mother... Wow! Wow, that's unbelievable.
1: So, listen, this is live tour. We can see you live. Listen, I enjoyed you on the phone on John Fugelsang's phone when you couldn't make it to Sexy Liberal because of bridge tunnel. You know, tunnel traffic into Manhattan. Yes. So you even use screaming on a phone is fantastic. But this is actual a live tour, <laughs> yeah. right? Tickets go on sale. Yes. Uh, is is it today? Next week. No, oh, okay. Week uh, we, from. Um, Okay, great. So I, it, be, get those tickets, man, because there's going to be pent up demand for Lewis Black. Um, How exciting. <laughs> Lou, welcome back. Oh, my God. We're so excited. The tour Thank is, it, it gets better every day. We have links at all of our places to you get do. your tickets. Uh, you better get to them, they're going to sell out quick. Lewis, anytime, honey. Certainly Thanks.
3: Worked. Great to hear your voice. You, Thank you.
1: You too, honey. Talk to you soon.
2: There he goes. Yeah, the right, legendary right. Lewis Black.
1: Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash wondery. Okay, um, did you see uh, Trump... Trump's whiny statement about getting kicked off, being off Facebook for the no. next two years he said the next time I'm in the White House there will be no more dinners <laughs> and his request for Mark Zuckerberg and his wife it'll be all business oh, oh grandpa God. next time you're in the White House <laughs> did you see his pants on backwards and he peed his pants did you see it I think that was Photoshop. no it's I thought that too it was not he we can't decide the whole he has a mangina and there's obviously a diaper and he had like lady pants on because there was no zipper and he peed his pants I think yeah. that was photoshopped. No, it was not. I'm telling you. And, and by the way,
2: I you know what? I would have zero problem with an incontinent president, right? That was that you know that honored democracy sure. and the constitution sure. and that sure. wasn't a criminal. You're just you would um, just ignore that. I I I don't. It yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't feel it was any of my business. Mm. At all, You know, Mike Pence says that he is very proud mm. of uh, yes. the, the all that uh, he and President Trump. He spoke to him many times. Right. Many, yeah. many times. As you do after someone
1: mm. tries to have you hung.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's spoken to him many times. In fact, he characterized the conversations. He says that um, uh, uh, President Trump would say to, to Mike Pence that um, he's... Uh, a weak, spineless <laughs> snake. Right, and that uh, Mike Pence would say to President Trump, um, "Please don't
1: hurt me." Right, and that was right. a he lot. Called, of- he called him a <laughs> to his face. Remember, he said, "You can either go down as a right, a great hero, or as a yeah, yeah." Right. And,
2: and and those are the conversations that they've had many times.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I tried to drop a thousand pound fire pit on you on Saturday, and you're back on Monday. So it's not yeah. like you have any more. I didn't realize principle. that was intentional. Well, now you know. Wow. See, that was well, the thing. Mike Pence didn't
2: realize it was intentional no? either. Well, yeah. and
1: you pointed out on Twitter, Mike Pence says he doesn't know if he and Trump will ever see eye to eye about the events of January 6th. Of course, he can't see, they can't see eye to eye of Prince pence doesn't take his lips off trump's ass right you know you don't normally go lowbrow like that paul poundstone (laughs) but there you went
2: apparently mike pence had no idea that trump had anything to do with that um one of the things that he said to him uh in one of the recent conversations that they've had because they've talked many times multiple times multiple multiple times and you know they may not see eye to eye Uh, apparently he had no idea thought that thing hanging outside was a lanyard had no idea so,
1: you know. Hey, look, um, Ken in Chicago wants to tell a joke while Paula Poundstone's here. Hi, Ken! Uh oh. How are you? Uh oh. Did I do that right? Uh oh. No. Oh, my God. Uh oh. Ken. Ken in Chicago. Hello. You're on with Paula oh, Poundstone. Not that that's any extra pressure. Anymore. What's that? I
0: don't think we have Ken
1: anymore. Oh, Oh, no. damn it. damn it. Oh, okay. she was going to drop a fire pit on Ken. Is <laughs> David here? No. Does none of this. Hello. David. Yeah. In North. Hmm? David in Detroit. Hi, Dave. Um,
0: hey how are you Good. hey i just wanted to remind you guys how we're, we're kind of repeating the same nonsense uh from you know eight years ago you got your your michelle bachman that's a marjorie <laughs> trader green
2: yes <laughs> you got
0: your joe lieberman i don't need to even tell you who that is right now we yeah. all know who that is yeah mm-hmm. and they were worshiping, weren't they worshipping bush statues or bush cut out cut cut out boards in churches back back uh
1: yeah I mean, you right, know uh, he said he the same president? thing god god made him president and blah 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 oh is that true yeah, remember what uh, George Bush thought. It's uh, that same thing, right? It's all kind of mushed uh, together. The... David, I didn't realize that. that but they... they made Trump into a, an actual golden idol. Yeah, uh, they yeah. did, CPAC. which I thought, you know, I, I'm, I'm an atheist,
2: but I was raised Methodist, and I could swear there was like a false idol thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah,
1: yeah not yeah. supposed uh, I mean, to... There's a,
0: there's, a, there's a story, uh, you know... Uh, be- Cautioning against creating golden calves, you know, statues yeah.
1: of. You're just a, a a helper. That's what you are, Paula Poundstone. We've already told several stories like that this morning. Also, uh, Link from Mod Squad has died, yeah. and I just reminds oh, no. me. I know. I loved Mod Squad. I did too. I just, I just, I was always impressed with how perky uh, Julie's boobs were, despite running. Apparently miles and miles Wasn't that? Right. Just in the opening, she ran like miles with those two guys. Clarence, was, uh, Clarence Williams third, right? Yeah. My uh, home perm was modeled off uh, Lincoln Mod Did Squad. Did you have a perm? I had a home perm that my oh mom apparently my modeled it off Lincoln Mod Squad because it was very large. Oh, and wow. uh, yeah, my high school boyfriend was like, wow, that's big. When he picked, <laughs> picked me up for the prom, he's like, that's so big. <laughs> Anyway, Paula Ponson, my Honestly, point is, yeah. you just made a... Oh, I'm um, sorry, buddy. A, Not many people start a sentence with, you know, Travis, that reminds me of Mr. French and Family Affair. Uh-huh. Because Travis was saying
2: that they were, uh, they, they didn't go to a restaurant or to a grocery store because they realized they had arugula, um, him and his husband. They had like a, 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 a some very, uh, what strikes to me as separate category ingredients. Yes. Um, and yet they were able to put together, apparently, uh, you know, it, a feast, yes, um, as Mr. French did. and I said, uh, reminds me of the Family Affair episode where Mr. French, uh, they were for some reason, they, uh, Mr. French and the twins were yeah. lost and they found Bobby a and,
1: cabin. Bobby and Sissy, we decided were on Lawrence Walk. This was Bobby and Jody. You
2: know, Buffy, oh, Buffy, Buffy and, and Jody. Jody, Buffy and right. Jody. These, these were your difficult years. Ah, uh, she's she, she's catching up. She didn't watch that stuff. She was too young. Yes. Um. But uh, yeah. Mr. French was able to. They found like a handful of items in the in the in the cabinets sure. in this uh, uh, cabin in the woods that they were sheltering in. And Mr. French was able to make them a. A, both yeah. a happy and a, uh, a healthy uh, feast. Yeah, that's very Travis. much like Travis, Travis is
1: the Mister French. Yeah, and of, the, he, of
2: this family affair. Yes. I mean, Travis. Travis had arugula in his refrigerator. What's yeah,
1: a, uh, he's a liberal. What? That's an
2: advantage, yeah. right there. Starting off with your arugula. Oh, I learned it from Barack Obama, and okay. it was left
1: over from a salad earlier in the. Yeah, week. Annie in North Carolina, you're on wow. with Paula Poundstone. I mean, look at you. Hi, Annie.
0: Hi. Good morning, everybody. Um, first off, to Chris.
1: Down here in the uh, western part of North Carolina, the PBS stations, they still play Lawrence Wells. Oh,
0: absolutely. Oh. They still play it on the PBS stations yeah. here in Los Angeles.
1: What is a champagne lady? What I don't understand. I, don't I love Norma Zimmer, but what's a and champagne lady? What is it? I don't know, but my, my real reason for calling is it was just announced this morning at the NPR station over in Johnson City,
0: which is like 40 miles from where I am. Mm-hmm. Paula Poundstone's coming to Boone, North Carolina for the Appalachian State University fall, or not fall, summer
2: festival in july i am what day is yeah I yeah so uh, i can't I wait to be there. oh you're gonna be there what, what i hope to what's the date oh now you're really yet. now you're cracking you have to ask your angry I'm assistant uh, uh, you know what go to paul i i'm not sure oh, the date oh, wait, I, and i, I don't want to say the wrong date right. and then have people there because that's what happened to elaine boozler uh, she was uh, supposed to come to this party at Stephanie's the other night
1: and the poor yeah. thing
2: would, so oh, I don't no. want to give the wrong Paula information. Paula Poundstone
1: misdirected I'm, her on Twitter I deliberately. Understand. I'm a retired legal paralegal secretary okay. whatever mm-hmm. so yeah. I understand You know what? That. Go to That's PaulaPoundstone.com yeah. the actual Paula Poundstone yeah. is useless for this sort of thing. Yeah. Okay? Go but to PaulaPoundstone.com <laughs> <Okay>. I can't <laughs> wait to be there though. <laughs> Thanks for calling. I know. You're welcome. It's going to be good to all see right. you. Love Bye. you. Bye Get back out on the road. Oh my God. Isn't science a wonder? I mean just that we all got to see each other saturday for the first it was time great. And, oh my god yeah i it's, don't even thank you science we were blinded with science we all got to hug we hugged no masks. I, I didn't i haven't, I haven't even
2: uh yes i ahead. think i'm gonna hug my oldest daughter this week but mm. i haven't uh a lot of
1: pre-planning yeah. Uh, yeah
2: you know what i mean i've seen her um i i would um during the pandemic i would drive to her apartment and actually i was i would put she'd come out of her sit, sit on the front steps of the apartment building right and i would put a folding chair uh, uh, you know on the grass and uh and i during the pandemic i i read aloud to her from sea biscuit oh uh, yeah it was it was really nice what's funny is people would walk by sometimes and they go they'd hear me reading a lot and they go is that sea biscuit it's such a <laughs> ah, great is this ah, paula poundstone book, book
1: club when um, when's the
2: meeting uh oh gosh so but but i but i never <laughs> went anywhere near her right. i would have charged um,
1: for i mean listen you got to make a living even during covid would charge for that paula poundstone in a folding chair wouldn't you well they're reading sea Biscuit. that's, that's oh. why
2: i haven't been back in a few weeks yeah. is because my daughter's broke now and she hasn't been able to pay me to read, and so I'm not, I'm not doing you not? it. You know what? No. You don't want to mollycoddle you. That's what I That's always right. say. Yes.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, this is like, I, these stories make me crazy. Uh, Dean tweets PGA golfer John Ram, he's sad because he had to withdraw from a tournament he's leading with a $1.7 million prize because he tested positive for COVID. John mm-hmm. lives in America where vaccine's easy to get, but John didn't get his shot uh, until this week. Too late. Don't be like John. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't, there's no excuse now, right? No. T- t- to not be vaccinated. And it's just, it's insane. We were saying that out here in, wait a minute, let me get this Cal- out here in California. So here's California took a major step this week to define what COVID workplace safety rules will look like, right? A state safety board Thursday recommended relaxing workplace safety rules for people vaccinated against COVID, meaning that on June 15th, coming right up, mm-hmm. employees um, will probably be able to take off their masks in a room if oh. everyone there is vaccinated. The rules by Cal OSHA would allow workers in a room to take off their masks if every person there uh, does not have a, to have COVID systems and is fully vaccinated. Masks would still be required if anyone in the room is not fully vaccinated. So don't you think people will snap under peer pressure because, right?
2: No. And actually, Everyone the the will kicker have to kicker wear- on that is that they say, well,
1: the uh,
2: businesses themselves, the employer will have to decide how to handle uh, figuring out if everyone is vaccinated or not. I mean, they there is sort right. of a right. there's a little like, well, how do you know? Thing in this, yes. it should and be required. That's what I'm right. saying. I think it, you know. Can I just say something? Yes.
1: To black people.
2: The first thing I want to we say. We
1: go. We go dead silent. Uh, well, uh-huh. the yes. first
2: the first thing I want to say is that I I love you, and <laughs> I, and I know that there. I I I'm not an expert on african-american history and i and i've learned during this pandemic one you know and the, the george floyd and the right yeah. that there was a
1: bunch of stuff and you have you have of, african-american children so i do
2: okay but i'm not but i'm not an expert i'm not a historian and i you can't walk are mile. you talking about vaccine hesitancy
1: yes the, yes in the black community. yes yes yeah. Yes. Because the Tuskegee I, I, experiment and a lot of things. I understand, just, right. yeah. I
2: understand that there's yeah. been a history of uh, uh, bad behavior on the part of the medical community
1: towards black people. Yeah, I systemic racism that. in the health sure. and, yeah, field in general. Yeah, yeah this,
2: boy, you were just a good translator. Uh, but here's the thing. I'm steering millions, her through a mindset. Millions uh-huh. and yeah. millions of people have gotten vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want you all to get vaccinated too Because I love you, I'm not even talking about because it's all of us and you know, and it's for your neighbor. I'm talking about you.
1: I want you to be taken care of because I love you. No, I have an anti-vaxxer friend that I loved. It's one of my best friends, and won't get. And it's just I can't explain how it hurts my heart, and I'm just terrified every day. She's in her 70s, and anyway. Oh yeah, Um, yeah. So anyway, but so. mask will still be required if everyone in the room is not vaccinated. Workplaces would need to have workers vaccine records on file to comply with Cal OSHA regulations, but workers in retail stores and restaurants as well as others who interact with members of the public will still need to mask up. The proposal also calls for ending the physically distancing with other people starting July 31st. But the whole fact is, I guess until we get full FDA approval, there's some legal, like, can you require your employees to be but i think again there's going to be this peer pressure right where people go oh we all have to wear masks because one guy if one guy doesn't get vaccinated everybody has to wear masks whereas everybody could go maskless if everybody just got vaccinated
2: i think peer pressure works really good in the junior high right (laughs) and then in the years Maybe maybe for the less mature of us, in, maybe sophomore year in high school, max. Yeah. And then after that, not, not, not well, so much. I the mean, other, there's
1: a... The thing is, we're doing great here. Like, we've got the lowest rates in the country now because we complied, right? And masked up and did... So that's why it's just our vaccination rates are great. And just we're almost all the way to the promised land. Oh, which is why California had to find another way to kill you. The judge, do you see that rule that California's ban on assault weapons is unconstitutional? On Friday. Oh, uh, he, oh, yeah. Right. He said, like the Swiss Army knife, the popular AR-15 rifle is a perfect combination of home defense weapon and homeland defense equipment. <sighs> Governor Newsom said this, the fact that this judge compared the AR-15, a weapon of war that's used on a battlefield to a Swiss Army knife, completely undermines the credibility of this decision is a slap in the face to all of the families who've lost loved ones to this weapon. I, what? I don't. It's nothing like a Swiss Army knife. Well, that's not entirely true, Stephanie. I, okay. I hate to disagree right. with you oh, okay.
2: um, because I, I love you too. Sure. Um, but one night, I, um, my daughter bought some newfangled uh, can opener that I could not figure out how right. to use. And I was going to have a can of beans for dinner. And I was alone in the house. I, I swear to God, I could not. I'm like banging on the can. I couldn't yeah. sure. open the can, and um I took up my AR fifteen in about yeah. yeah, and, and I had the those beans, beans, beans you know what? Yeah. and it was it was like Travis's house. next thing I know, yeah. candlelight dinner uh, got sure. Uh, sure. beans everywhere beans and uh yeah I I had, uh, be- I had beans and bullets. Sure, uh, which dinner. is such a Travis. You have that recipe, don't you? Beans and bullets. Sure, extra oh, roughage. Oh my gosh, yum, uh-huh. okay. yum.
1: It's right. arugula season. Did well, you go hunting for arugula? <laughs> I stand correct. <laughs> yeah, you
2: can shoot the arugula. I stand
1: corrected. By uh, yeah, I it's like a Swiss
2: Army knife. It's very much. What a fine judge to have okay. been able. Because right. not everyone. You're kind of. Is this sarcasm? You're average. You're kind of average. Not everyone would see that the 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 similarities. It's nuanced. That's the thing about you. You're not yeah, always thank you. Right? You're no. not always nuanced. No subtlety. You know, you're not like, my not you my You waxed school. and vaxed. Get the vaccine. Whatever. You just say stuff, but yeah. it's not
1: nuanced. No, no, <laughs> no. That's why you're here. Yeah. I'm going to call my new yeah. podcast. I stand corrected, Paula Poundstone. Yeah, that's yeah. not a bad idea. All right, Judge Janine. You know, Tommy, I was in California during the pandemic and i i must tell you it was frightening
0: i mean i i've spent months there living there doing d- different things and i'm just stunned it's such a beautiful state and how everybody's locked down no one's allowed to go out it's
2: it's crazy it's disturbing.
1: judge janine says no one goes out in california paula poundstone that's why yeah. she was not invited saturday yeah night. that's right
2: i, th- yeah, wasn't I think enough box
1: wine. nobody was
2: drinking there was <laughs> i don't think she understands it. it's not that nobody was Allowed to go out, people were avoiding her. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've never. You know what? When that, whenever people would use the phrase "lockdown," it just irked me so much. Yeah. I, or it, you know, I'm like, no, no, no. It's or what's the other thing? Shelter in place. No, shelter in place. Sadly. Right. Is what they teach our children in schools for when somebody's going after right. them with a swiss army knife right um but uh <laughs> and nobody was you know people go with well, the lockdown really yeah is your door locked what from the uh, from the outside
1: no yeah. there's no lockdown i know Never right, a, a right winger of mine, friend of mine said that like oh well you guys aren't allowed to go out in california i'm like what no, yes we are what out. are you talking about yeah. yeah yeah it's very
2: absurd yeah um you know uh I had a little bit of travis's leftovers, and I had some uh-huh. uh, some arugula in your teeth in my teeth <laughs> yeah. and uh so you know what I did i, uh, I you know I kind of I was like hurting my tongue trying to get it out of there, so finally I just took. Uh, my AK 47. 47. That's it I out just, out just there. blasted All right, it out of there. well, good for
1: you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um,
2: All right, and you also explained to a I had a little chin hair. I'm not proud of that, but <laughs> yeah, that's, but part, it's of the, it's that's part of a woman's experience. Yeah. So, yeah. girls. AK 47. Better than an Army knife. Young girls, when nut. you get like a chin hair, don't think, oh, I'm a man, I'm a man. It's part of being a woman. It just is. Yeah, we just, pull them out with yeah. tweezers. Or an AR. 50-50. Well, that's what I. At the other day, I couldn't. Find my Swiss Army knife with the sure. tweezers in it. So sure. by, God, by God, I just
1: okay. Wow. That's why I have this bandage. You know, here. no one listens to Paula Poundstone. That's the name of her podcast. But listen, we went out in California. Look at our pictures on Facebook from our party Saturday. Yeah. I love you, Paula Poundstone. Oh my gosh, were we ever out!